Have you fallen down the cottage industry rabbit hole yet? Well, if not, buckle up, Alice, and click on over to the description in the show notes and sign up. Then you can get ready for the most fun induction into the cult of all things yarn and fiber. This will include, but not limited to, free yarn, free ebooks, patterns, coupons, and much more. You don't want to miss out. listening to Crime Coffee and Crafts, a podcast featuring two crafty besties who love true crime and a good cup of joe. Hey, amateur suits. I'm Kristen. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Heidi. And that one is Heidi. Yes. Hopefully our faces were frozen in stupid positions because that is fun. That's what's happening. Yes. Heidi loves that. And here we are. Yep. I look like the Joker and I look crazy. And has a cool mug. I do. I'm going to wear it out too. I'm just going to yeah. drink. I've been drinking out of it. I think for I need to like last two days. Accidentally break a shit ton of my mugs. I knew ones. <laughs> well, um, I'm super excited because I was able to buy a bunch of our own merch. I know. I can't wait to have it. And it's in perfect time. Hopefully for my romantic getaway weekend. Ooh, what? Yeah. yeah. Do tell, do tell. We are going to take a trip to Charleston. Oh. In a couple weeks. I'm super excited. Um, and I'll have my new tote bag. Oh. Yeah. All right. I'll have my hats. Nice. Yeah. All right. Just is this sport in sport in the podcast next weekend? No, it's the one we're supposed to record on. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, I realized that yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, we've got some work to do. (sighs) Luckily, this one is our part two. Yeah, and so we. And then your episode. And we're covered, right? I think so, but I'll still work on one this week. Need one for you after mine well yeah that's all i'm gonna work on one this week yeah because we just keep pumping them out let's just do it push it out get her done yeah so here we are part two part two of william burke and william Hare, the body snatchers word yeah but uh before that we've got one you got another um underrepresented missing person yes uh 71 year old lewis g selam it's s-e-l-a-m he goes by louis he would be 72 now he's missing from warm springs oregon no um he is american indian alaska native he does have tribal enrollment with confederated tribes of the warm springs reservation of oregon 
um, six feet tall, 210 pounds. He looks like a lovely man. He has a really cool hat on in his picture. Of course, I noticed that. He just just looks like a nice man. Um, He was last seen on March 16th, 2022 at Warm Springs Tribal Credit Enterprise. It's almost a year now. Yeah, his car was located at Peter's Pasture, Mm -hmm. stuck in the snow at the intersection of P500 and P200 roads on the Warm Springs Reservation. So, as we know, when reservation and non-reservation law enforcement interact, it hasn't always been good in the past. Right. But... Y'all, communication is hard for everybody. Yeah, that's starting to change, but we really need to start putting the pressure on everybody Mm -hmm. to make it happen. Um, Hair color is white, medium length, thinning hair, and usually in a ponytail. Um, Did he have any um, cognitive function issues? Not from what I'm seeing. So maybe it's just... um, Got caught in the snow. Maybe. Um, He does have a killer mustache. So there's that. Wears reading glasses when needed. Brown eyes. Uh, He does have a a tattoo of an L on his left hand. So maybe he did have some some kind of something cognitive. I don't know. Like, um, you know, dementia or Alzheimer's, maybe he wandered off. Yeah. Um, (laughs) After a fall, he could no longer put right hand fingers placed together. I don't really know if there's more to this story. He has Maybe he has a TBI. Something. Noticeable large bump on front center of neck, dark dry spot on top of head spots or scars on his legs and a bump on the bottom of his foot he typically wears a ball cap yeah typically wears a ball cap but his hat was actually found inside his car um last seen wearing a gray adidas sweatshirt with three black stripes and new blue jean pants and he's known to wear boots we do have his car information but his car was actually found so that's not going to help right he's not like taken off in it and exactly he was missing from it yeah so if you know anything about lewis g salem look in the show notes and you can find the link directly to his case on namus and you can find who to contact on there it is the warm springs police department so yeah okay okay boo all right i'm ready for uh, someone knows something Ready for part two. Part two. Body snatches. Body snatches. Mr. Burke and Mr. Hare. Oh. We didn't really talk much about them in the first episode. I was mostly talking about the history of the time and the different um, codes and acts that just kind of the bloody. Weird shit. The bloody history real weird to segue into the more infamous known case of serial killers for anatomy murder yes yes 
So Burke and Hare came to England, Edinburgh. What did I just say? Oh my gosh, Scotland, not whatever I said. England and then Edinburgh. Edinburgh. (laughs) It's Scotland. Yeah. Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Sorry. You gotta say Edinburgh. That's how it's said. E-D-I-N-B-U-R-G-H. Yeah, it's Edinburgh. Okay. Heidi's going to say it for you. (laughs) Hard. Words are hard for me. Um, But they went there to work on the Union Canal. All right. They They were from Northern Ireland. Fuckers. Yeah. Burke left his wife and two children's. He had two children's behind. Um, he abandoned oh. them to go work on the Union Canal and go to a different country and just oh, yeah. there's nothing said really about his old family. Wow. Um, he just took off and left them. So a number one shit bag. Yeah, seriously. Um, not much is known about hair before the duo met either, but um <clears throat> They met and became fast friends uh, when Burke moved in with his mistress, Helen McDougal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they met uh-huh. at the Tanner's Close Lodgings. Hare lived on the same street and was running his own lodgings for rent with a widower named Margaret Laird, and he had been living with her they had been living as husband and wife and although oh. they were not married she went by the name margaret hare so both oh. of them were shacking up with other women's and they did not marry them okay i don't know why like if if mr hare was living with this woman i don't know what was wrong back in the day maybe maybe, maybe. widowers couldn't remarry and they just maybe. had to be well it was it looked bad once you're married you're married for forever doesn't matter if they die well you know so that's probably our answer she and william lived together um they lived as husband and wife um times were different yeah so that's pretty much the history of burke and hare before the murders and in 1827, the duo got their first taste for cadaver profit. Yikes. Yeah. Hare had a tenant they called Old Donald. It's quite a name. Okay. He was an elderly army vet. And unfortunately for him, he died of natural causes. Um, luckily, he wasn't murdered by the duo. Yeah. Um, but Hare, Hare was not upset that he died. He was upset that he died before paying his four pounds debt for renting the room. Oh, okay. hmm So, to make back his money, he enlisted his buddy Burke to help him retrieve the body out of the casket and fill the casket with tanning bark before the funeral so it was still heavy enough to make them think there was a body in there Mm -hmm. they took the old man's body to the medical school at edinburgh 
university. That was perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. And sold the body to doc- Dr. Professor Robert Knox. Oh, that is very, that is very fancy. ominous and fancy. He was the anatomy professor at the university. Okay. So he was in charge of the medical school. I was just thinking about taking an anatomy class back then would have been very different. Very, very different than now, for sure. <laughs> like I just, ha- I like have to envision when I'm teaching Pilates, this is how my brain functions when I'm teaching. Mm-hmm. I envision the skeleton inside the body. Yes. To make sure everything is aligned. It's so weird. Around. But that's how you have to do it. Yeah. Um, so Dr. Knox gave them seven pounds, 10 shillings for old Donald. Seven pounds. He, I mean, he kind of made twice the money in rent, you know, That's true, almost eight, almost eight pounds. But seriously, <laughs> was it worth it? I don't know. Maybe. Apparently it was to them. I guess murders, you know, <clears throat> I mean, you know, that's where they're going next. So like. Yeah. At the beginning of 1828, the duo saw how easy it was to steal and sell cadavers. So they saw a new opportunity when a tenant named Joseph became incredibly sick. Of course. But instead of the duo waiting for him to die of natural causes, they grew too impatient and decided to kill him themselves. Okay. What a yeah. fucking wow. Yeah. They're like, we need our money now. We can't wait around for him just to die on his own. Yeah. And then they just get a new renter. Right. So the duo drank whiskey with the sick dude and got him very drunk. And it wasn't hard since he was already sick to make him lethargic enough to restrain him with no fight. And so they forcibly restrained the man and suffocated him by covering his mouth and nose till he stopped breathing. So, yeah. That sounds like um, a big brother thing. Johnny. Talking to Johnny. (laughs) Well, they thought, I'm I'm glad. (laughs) Um, they thought that this was the best way to kill him as it would leave no marks or wounds and would give a cleaner cadaver for the medical students to perform their studies. Now, obviously what we know of, of being suffocated like that, if you're holding anybody down, there's going to be bruises. Yeah. And the struggle. They just, they found that, you know, I guess being stabbed or all yeah. that would you know be too obvious too obvious yeah so this way with the lethargy and suffocation mm-hmm. they could just stop breathing and yeah. hand over pretty clean cadavers right yeah 
But unfortunately for the duo, they didn't have any more sick tenants. Unfortunately for the community, they didn't have any more sick patients. Yeah, jeez. Because <laughs> they just started to go to the streets. Yikes. Yeah, they would ask beggars and the poorest of the town if they'd like a place to stay for the night. Oh, God. Yeah. Tale as old as time, literally. Right? It's like, like so many serial killers, they looked for the more vulnerable populations and those that wouldn't be missed. They're easy targets. Yeah. Um, They killed approximately 16 people in this way. And the bodies got them about seven to 10 pounds a piece. Now, the total number of bodies and or the money is probably Mm. higher. Yeah. Um, But during the span of murders, the duo kept getting greedier and greedier, greedier, and it led to carelessness and mistakes. Of course it did. Greedy Mm -hmm. sons of bitches. Greed is never. Wanting wanting more than what you have and just being appreciative of what you have gets you into trouble every time. I hear the puppy doggers. Yep. They're going off. Somebody's probably here. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, I like you. I have another funny story, actually. I'm so sorry that it's got funny stories. Segway. I was teaching class the other day on Zoom. Mm -hmm. And Dwight got home from lunch with Golda. Mm -hmm. And the dogs did their howling thing. And it was so freaking loud that the recording of class that went to my clients who can't make it at the time that I teach. Yes. Her, one of my clients texted me a video of her dogs howling off. at the Zoom video. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so cute. Oh. Got little docs and cuties. So I got to see Sasha yesterday. Oh. My brother Nathaniel's dog. Oh, she's so cute. <clears throat> Oh. Yeah, he came down for a visit and working on he's making cabinets for his place. So it was it was nice to see him, but always nice to see Sasha. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Even God. though she wants to kill my cats. I like go scream at the dogs in a second. Nope. All right. Carry on. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Sadie. So carelessness and mistakes. Um, led to there was an elderly woman that was killed with an overdose of pain meds Mm -hmm. she was there with her grandson I don't know how old he was but they said he was a younger age I don't know if it was a child or if it was a young adult or something right but hair ended up murdering him and he was blind oh my god and he took him and broke his back over his knee like if you were (gasps) to break a stick oh my god yeah sounded sounds awful these like so that's just a we had a body with the overdose of medication and then you have coupled with that a, a grandson of the woman having his back broken yeah and then we go yeah it's just that's a terrible way to die anyways yeah. 
Um, there were also a couple prostitutes murdered, and the students, the medical students, recognized them. Oh, so they weren't choosing wisely. No, they they were, yeah. Um, and even further, gossip started about these cadavers' deaths. Okay, and who had brought them in? And gave notice to the duo as possibly murdering these individuals. So the students started like talking a lot, and then it got out into the right. into the world. Um, it got worse when a famous for the town um, child entertainer who also had a handicap uh, was named. His name was John, uh, James Wilson. And his body was brought in for medical science. He was known in the city and nicknamed Daft Jamie. So people would, people recognized him. Yeah. So now we're just going and finding all these people that are popular in the town. That's not, that's careless. That's not. Um, Dr. Knox told his students to not say anything about the cadaver's identity. And to make sure the Mr. Wilson was not identified and was concealed, he decapitated him and took his deformed foot and lopped it off. So that's just shady took away business. the parts. Right. So as you can see, Dr. Knox is like into these bodies coming to him for, you know. Like yeah. He knew his person that was bringing the bodies was clearly murdering them. And he didn't give a shit. No. Didn't seem to. So to make matters worse with the carelessness of killing people not by suffocation and then choosing people that were well-recognized in the town. Right. Burke and Hare were also at odds. They started um, be, because of the greed. Yeah. Uh, Burke believed Hare was killing and selling cadavers on his own and pocketing the moolah without Burke. Oh, God. Yeah. So now we're going to have this, you know, back and forth problem with, well, you killed this person and made money and you didn't involve. You didn't share it. He didn't share. So, so Burke and his lady started to take in their own victims. Oh, fuck. And the duo were doing dealings behind each other's backs. But they did come together one last time. Um, they had one last victim together. <clears throat> and Halloween 1828 served to be their last anatomy murder. Another couple that was staying at the boarding house were, they came back to, you know, go to bed and right. they were denied access to a part of the lodging house. It was a spare room in the home. So they got kind of suspicious and because they weren't allowed to go to that part of the house, once they were left alone, they snuck into the room and found the body of a prostitute named marjorie okay the uh burks was it burks 
girlfriend, Helen, I don't remember. I'd have to look back. Anyways, Helen tried to bribe this couple with 10 pounds a week. How are they going to do 10 pounds a week when they're only getting 10 pounds a bot? Like, yeah, make any sense. You know, you're clearly making them, you're going to make them go away if they take your deal. Yeah. (laughs) You don't have that much money. Um, So she tried to keep them from telling the police and going um, to report what they found. Mm-hmm. But luckily, they did. They did not take her bribe, and Good. they went to the police. Good, right? So, but by the time the police got to the boarding house, the duo had taken the body to Doctor Knox. So they still sold the prostitute. Okay. Um, but the police were good, and they arrested everyone anyway. Good. So they arrested. Burke, Hare, uh, Margaret, and Helen. Mm-hmm. But of course, they all turned on each other and had differing stories and, you know, blamed the other one. Of so course. the investigation into this mystery did lead investigators to Dr. Knox. I was wondering if they were going to figure that out. Yes. So they found that Dr. Knox was involved somehow and they brought Mr. Gray, who was the man um, and woman duo who reported the prostitute. They brought him um, to the lecture hall where Dr. Knox was working on a body. Okay. Mr. Gray identified that body as Marjorie, the dead person from the boarding house. Oh, my. Yeah. So Dr. Knox was actually doing his class with the body that had just been killed. So the investigation, even though they had that information and that identification, they still had little evidence. Right. So what they call i don't know if it's a judge probably is the lord advocate i should have looked that up who the lord like advocate judge. is it does um his name was sir william ray he proposed immunity to hare if he turned on burke hmm so i guess they were like, we need to get at least one of them. So which one can we turn? And Hare turned on Burke and spilled his guts about the whole affair. Mm-hmm. Said that Burke and Helen were the perpetrators. Mm-hmm. So trial started Christmas Eve of 1828. I mean, and okay. the next, yeah. We got a lot of dates here. The Valentine's Day, 1945 is when the movie came out. Then you have Halloween as the last murder, Christmas for the trial. Yeah. <laughs> it's just got crazy multiple dates in here. Um, the next day, Burke and Helen were charged with Marjorie's death. And the murder of James Wilson, the enter- the child entertainer, mm-hmm. and another prostitute named Mary Patterson 
was charged to Burke as well. So Helen only was there on charges for Marjorie's death. Okay. The entertainer and the other prostitute were also for Burke. But Helen, lucky for her, was set free due to the courts not being able to prove her guilty. So her involvement, she was let go. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately for Burke, he was sentenced to death by hanging. I mean, I agree with that one. Yeah, but it seems as though Hare was more the... Yeah, I feel like they should have turned one of the women. Right? Like, I think that one of the ladies would have been a better choice because then both of them could have been... Yes, and when we get to my next case, Uh you'll kind of see why I say that, actually. Mm. Yeah. I like a little teaser. Yeah. (laughs) it's fun (laughs) so although we can clearly see that Hare was complicit in all affairs of murder and black market cadaver sales so gross (laughs) he was released in February of 1829 um he ran to England and there are only rumors about how he lived the rest of his life Some say he was beaten by an angry mob and left to live as a blind beggar, but nobody really knows. He just disappeared. One would hope that that's what happened to him. Yeah, a lot of a lot of what I read said that, you know, angry mobs got to him Mm -hmm. and he became blind and cops stepped in to have his escape or whatever. That just reminded me of like Stinky Chops, Richard Ramirez. You know, being attacked by the angry mob. They weren't fucking letting that guy out. They weren't letting (laughs) him go. Yeah, no. They were going to fucking get him, no matter what. And they did. That's right. They did. Ugh, stanky chops. Nasty. All right. Yuck. So, what happened to old Dr. Knox, though? Yeah, what the fuck? Right. So, the public wanted him tried for his part in the black market cadaver trading. But Burke saved him by saying the doctor never knew how the cadavers died i mean he didn't for sure know he knew i'm sure he knew but like they never actually said hey i just murdered this person but with his trying to hide and conceal he knew one for sure yeah yeah um dr knox did move away from edinburgh um since he couldn't stay after he completely messed up his reputation as a doctor of anatomy Mm -hmm. so he moved to london and kind of started over i think he just became professor or something all right um now it comes time for the execution of burke and of course he was hanged yeah (laughs) <laughs> he was hanged January 28th, 1829, publicly in front of 25,000 people, they say. Holy shit. That's but of course, for a price, because nothing is free. I, so, I am one of those weirdos that I would totally go to a public hanging. Yeah. Especially if it was somebody like that. 
Yeah. I've got I don't it in know. me. You probably do. I don't want to watch it because I know okay. it's not easy. I know it's going to be but bad. Yeah, it's bad. It takes a lot longer than people think. But like, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Hmm. So they were paying like five to 20 shillings to watch from mm-hmm. wherever they were. So if you got a closer view, you paid a little bit more. Front row seats. Yes. Um, but here's the kicker. This is the funny part. It's not really funny, but he didn't die, did he? No, he died. They donated his by bi- his body to science. <laughs> so I guess what comes around goes around, and it's true in this case because he was turned over to the next anatomy doctor professor. It is quite and many of the anatomy students took pieces of his skin as souvenirs. Ew. And do you remember I I read that book about book binding with human skin? Part of his skin was used to bind books and card holders. Wow. So he is part of those few books that are probably in some scary library somewhere yeah um and dr monroe who oversaw the dissection he took a quill pen because that's what they had back then yeah and he wrote this is written with the blood of wm burke who was hanged at ember this blood was taken from his head People were messed up. People are really fucked up (laughs) still to this day. Still, always. I love it. People are like, people are so fucked up these days. I'm like, have you not paid attention to history? Because like, they've always been really fucking fucked up. I mean, have you heard of the blood eagle? People are sick. The blood eagle? Yes. Don't tell me. Oh, it's a Viking tradition. You should look it up. Oh, yeah, I probably know. I'm sure you know. But anyways, um, his skeleton was also preserved and is on display at Surgeon's Hall in Edinburgh University next to his death mask and hair's life mask. God, the death masks. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. They had to mold his face. Um. After this case and several others, they enacted the Anatomy Act of 1832, which gave doctors, anatomy professors, and medical students better access to cadavers for research. Okay. Yeah. It helped end the illegal body snatching black market. Mm -hmm. Graveyard, grave robbers could go back to just robbing graves for valuables. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. I kind of want to sell my body to well, I just want to donate my body to a body farm. Actually. Yeah, Pottersfield. You know, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Do you good. you can't sell your body, but you can donate it. Yeah. Do some good for you know, science. Yeah, it's actually pretty neat. I mean, my ashes aren't gonna do anybody any good. No, I don't have any. I could kids. go into the ground. I could go and create 
trees. Yeah. Bodies oh, yes. Could become trees. Yes, I like Create that. Create oxygen. There's a lot of cool things you can there's, do now. There's a lot of better things. Well, and even getting cremated, ashes are really good for the environment. It really is Correct. a thing. Correct. So. Um, yeah, you could be put into diatomaceous earth. Yep. Oh, use me as a bath for my chickens. <laughs> yep. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst we come, thing we come I've from ever the earth. said in my life. <laughs> use my ashes for the chickens' bath. Oh my okay. gosh. So lastly, the word burking or to burk. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd get a laugh out of that one. It was coined into the English language and it means to smother a victim or to commit an anatomy murder. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's also a messed up little poem that was created, which goes, are you ready? I'm ready. Should I start snapping? (laughs) Yes. Be be my, uh, We're at what is it? Um, open mic. We're at an open mic right now. Oh, hell yeah. Um, it Jeez. says up the clothes and doon the stair, but and ben we burke and hair. Burke's the butcher, hair's the thief, knocks the boy that buys the beef. Ugh. Yeah, I said oh. it's a messed up little poem. <laughs> That's so gross. Okay, but has anybody seen So I Married an Axe Murderer? Yes. It's of course. Lord. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Wasn't that that movie? It was, and they were all doing their little snaps. Yeah. Does yes. anybody know what open mic day is anymore? Is that a thing? We have, our comedy club does open mic nights. But I don't know if there's like, I don't, I don't think so. Remember ours? We have. Uh, Yeah. Coffee shop was like the bomb. That was the place to be. But that was like the day of the good coffee shop. Like everybody was at the coffee shops and it wasn't just for coffee. It It was, it was the place to go. That's where you went to hang, literally hang out. Yeah. Every, and we welcomed all people, all of the yeah. people, all of the people. Oh man, that was a fucking fucking case. <sighs> Threw a lot of history at you again. I've been on yeah. a kick of history. Yeah, Sorry, man. guys. No, you I should hope be it's doing, good. You should be doing historical stuff. Not a lot of people cover those kinds of things. So, yeah, I hope everybody. Um, learned a little bit about our messed up history (laughs) really fucked up this is not the stuff of school learning oh oh god no they would never teach you that (laughs) they should but they've been no no No. instead they're trying to ban books out here oh god yeah what the fuck (laughs) okay like yeah these books have been read for hundreds of years. Just leave them alone. Yeah, Our history is there to help us learn to be better or different. Some it's, schools are taking history books, is history. The books that I read and loved and helped mm-hmm. shape my brain into a good person 
fourth fucking grade and they're taking them away so it's like what what yeah why i don't understand anyway we're we're supposed to have our history so that we can learn and grow from it yeah so we're not supposed to block it out of our but not just future generations' lives. But not we just need to that, know about it. But also we need a lot of the books are not even historical. A lot of them they're banning are made up. They're fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're just you know? don't take that away from people. Yeah. Anyway, off my pedestal. <laughs> Until next time, total for now. Get your cup where cups are given. Word. Old or bought or do it. Do it. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Crime Coffee and Crafts. If you love our podcast, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. This helps us more than you know. If you really love us and want to support us, Go to our website at www.crimecoffeeandcrafts.com. From there, you can join our Patreon, shop our merch, and find us on social media.